This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. Why is this happening and, and why is it happening now? That's the question so many of us have and are looking for answers to after we find out that the PGA Tour and Live Golf have agreed to a merger. What exactly that entails is anybody's guess at this point. This news came out earlier today. And as of right now, the PGA Tour Commissioner, Jay Monahan is meeting with golfers ahead of their tournament up in Canada this weekend, the RBC Canadian Open June 8th through 11th. I would pay to be a fly on the wall in that room to hear Jay Monahan deliver this news to PGA Tour golfers. This is Canty and Carlin, Courtney Cronin, Jordan Cornette with you on this Tuesday afternoon. As always, presented by Progressive Insurance, let's welcome in Chris Canty, host of this show, right here on ESPN Radio. And, and Canty, I've been asking everybody who's come on today, just when you see this news, what is your first reaction? Cash rule everything around me. Cream Man, Ricardi, you are the third dollar, person dollar, dollar, to say dollar. that, like that exact <laughs> reference. I wish I was born a little bit earlier so I could have made the same reference. The Jizza, all dirty. <laughs> Inspector Deck, Rayquad, and Chef, you got Ghostface Killer. I mean, that's it. That's M-E-T-H-O-D, what it is, y'all. man. That's it. That's what it is, y'all. I mean, it's comical to think about when the PGA Tour decided to take this adversarial position against Liv and they wanted to stand on some type of moral high ground and saying why it was bad that the Saudi back league was now starting to invade the sports and entertainment realm in professional golf in particular. I, I just all it. it it screamed of self-interest at the time because we all understood it was about the PGA Tour trying to protect their sovereignty over the game of golf and thereby their revenue stream and their revenue sharing model when it came to the particular players. But the Live Golf Tour came along and disrupted all of that. You saw that with the nine-figure contracts that they were throwing around to Phil Mickelson and Dustin Johnson and a huge eight-figure deal to Brooks Kepka. That's what it's all about. It's all about money in the PGA Tour got caught slipping, they were resting on their laurels and traditions and leaning on sponsors to do the lion's share of the work when it came to paying the players what their true worth was to the overall game of golf. And then the Live Golf Tour said, hey, we recognize the value of what these guys bring to the sport. And with the announcement of this merger, what the PGA Tour is saying is we saw what having a guy like Brooks Koepka can do in terms of winning a PGA championship, and we want our stars back because that's the way that we secure the future and the bag moving forward for our tour. Kenny, the more I look at it, and it's still being processed like everybody is the day uh, wears on today, that shocking news coming, that a merger in air quotes, because not quite a merger from what we understand, but living PGA doing this thing together moving forward. As I start to wrap my head around it, the more when I look at Jay Monahan and a hypocrite he is and uh, how disgusted I was by him playing the 9-11 chip only to renege on it, which felt like that's not a, a – bargaining chip those are real lives families that lost lives I hate that he did that only to turn around and do this but like you said it comes down to money but as i wrap my head around it all i think jay Monahan's gonna be fine i think rory's gonna come to grips with understanding this world because again everybody's gonna get absurdly rich is that not how we're gonna end up looking at this thing down the road where all these hurt feelings all these people being judged but they're gonna be living in luxury at the end of the day no matter how wrong some may feel that is that's the world, and that's what this is going to end up being. Nah, Jordan and Courtney, I ain't going to let it slide when it comes to but those guys that are on the PGA Tour that killed those guys that defected to the live Chris, tour. But I'm not going to let the guys on the PGA Tour off the hook. Uh, I'm not letting them off. Nah, bro, I can't do it. 
I can't but it's going to happen. Exact same but Kenny, it's, that it's, you outlined. I'm it's going to happen, it. though. You know it's going to happen. They're no. going to live in luxury more so. Rory's going to get his check. Jay Monahan's going to end up being like, eh, don't mess with the guy. But we're making the money with the live group that we never thought would ever happen. That's just what it's going to be. No, I, I'm with you in terms of this kind of settling down and, and, and you know cooler heads prevailing when it comes to uh, being more collaborative and cooperative in building the game of golf. But what I'm simply saying is because I got a microphone and because I got a platform, <laughs> I'm not going to let Rory McIlroy and Scotty Scheffler and all those other dudes off the hook. Scotty Scheffler thought it was cute what he did before the Masters, leaving the note telling the live golf tour guys to meet him on the 18th hole after 8 o'clock at night. No, no, no. We, all the happy Gilmore references. No, I'm not going to let them forget that because they're going to be now – in a position where they're going to be hypocritical, right? What can I they do, said Canty? we should. You shouldn't take that. You shouldn't take the money that the Live Golf Tour is offering on the moral or the like, on the basis of morality. You're saying you shouldn't do it, and now you're going to be forced to make a decision on whether or not you're going to continue your livelihood on the PGA Tour because the PGA Tour itself is taking that same money. Don't. Be, the only way you come out not being hypocritical on your original stance is by saying you're going to boycott the PGA Tour. And you and I damn well know they're not going to do that. But that's but I'm not going to let them forget about that. I'm not going to let them forget about it. Sorry to jump in here, Courtney, really quick. I would say to a degree that's unfair, Canty, because what they did was turn that money down once. For the sake of being loyal to their beliefs, their morality, all those things, fine. But no, no, gonna, no, 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 no. They're not going to give up the sport Jordan, they love because the suits made this kind of decision. Jordan, I love you. Let's not be naive about it. It wasn't about them in, in any – it wasn't about morality for the players. It wasn't about morality for the PGA Tour. What it was about was those players being loyal to the PGA Tour in order to secure their own financial futures and not knowing exactly what was going to happen with that Live Golf Tour. That's what it was all about. But they lost money. It wasn't about money. anything else. But it wasn't about anything else. And I will say this, to take it a step further, good on the Live Golf Tour guys because now they get their cake and they get to eat it too. We all understand what it's all about. When it, when it comes to decisions that happen in sports, when it's mergers, when it's all of these different positions that these different sports entities takes, take, it all comes back to the money. We all understand that, which is why I didn't think it made sense for people to be overly critical of the guys that went to the Live Tour in the first place. So good for the Live Tour guys to get their big bags and be able to get back to the PGA Tour, something that the PGA Tour has allowed since the beginning or the inception of the tour itself. They never said that players couldn't go to other tours. Players have been playing in other tours around the world since the beginning of golf. And now the PGA Tour took this adversarial stance a year ago with the live guys? No. Forget about it. It's all ridiculous, and I'm glad this nonsense is over because we understand what it's all about. But I'm not going to let Jay Monahan forget about it, and I'm not going to let the PGA Tour guys that demonized the live golf tour guys True. for defecting to that tour. Well, the one thing we know in all of this is that the victims of 9-11, the families of 9-11 – did this ever have anything to do with them? No, it didn't, because they were used as pawns throughout this entire thing. And I go back to one year ago today, what Jay Monahan 
said equating joining the Live Tour to those players to supporting those involved with 9-11 and the murder of 3,000 Americans. Uh, I just I can't believe that we're like at this point like that was just such virtue signaling by the PGA Tour specifically from Jay Monahan, the commissioner here. And I know that what you guys are saying like you Jordan you think he'll be fine in all of this. Canny, how can he go on as the commissioner here after this complete about face and just the vast level of hypocrisy where he used a vulnerable group of people and their tragedies to stand on a moral high ground that he ended up stepping off of in the name of cash? Because he's going to make everybody involved in obscene amount of money. Yep. That's yep. what it comes down to. I mean, so we just don't care about the victims of 9-11. That's exactly what we're saying here. We don't, they don't care about them. I just, I just wish they would come out and can, say it. Let, I wish they would come out and say it. Don't use people and their vulnerabilities of the worst day of their damn life to go and like, use this and say, oh, sports washing, oh, Saudi Arabia, and the, their public investment fund, all of these things. That's what, that's what grinds my gears. I don't think people are talking enough about it because we're talking about the purses and the money and all of the things, and everybody's going to be making out really well. The PGA Tour golf to live golfers. You know who's not making out well? The people who are still suffering? The people who are used as pawns in this entire thing. Courtney, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, I mean, you're making a very strong point, and it's valid. It's unfortunate that that's the tack that Jay Monahan used. I didn't think that that element should be introduced when having that conversation in the first place, but that's where he decided to take it, and that will never go away. There's no amount of money that can wash that away, but the people that are going to be involved, the people that this directly affects, which are the golfers and the the, the sponsorships and the charities that are, are surrounding the industry of professional golf, they're they're all looking at this as a huge boom for the sport and for their bank accounts because of the money, the influx of cash that's coming from the Saudi back live golf tour with this. I guess collaboration that they're about to put on. So I, I, I'm with you. I completely agree. But the reality of it is that the money talks and everything else is secondary. And here's the thing. It's easy to stand on a moral high ground when there's an alignment between your morals and values and the actual value of what your company is trying to do. When those things aren't aligned, you start to see where people are really at with it. And this is just another example that, that, when it comes to sports and entertainment, it's not necessarily about doing the right thing for everybody. It's about doing the right thing for your bank account. Yeah, and I guess that's where I think we differ, Canty, on guys like Jay Monahan, who are leadership, who make these decisions, as opposed to a guy like Rory McIlroy, because Rory, in that spot, turned down, what, $500 million? I mean, however much money it was for a guy like that, he looked it in the face and said no, I'm going to trust that the people making the decisions here at PGA take morality out of it. He said, I'm going to stick here because I'm loyal. Loyal means something. So now he's attached himself to Jay Monahan and the PGA thinking they were going to look out for his best interest. So what I'd say there is, for him, he has no place to go because leadership failed him. He oh, no, he got a place to go. Go play on another tour. Where? You, you don't have where? to play on this tour. Candy, go play on, on another tour. All, th- all three have just merged, including the European tour. Which tour can he play on? Candy, he's go, got go, nowhere go, to go. Go play on the Sunshine Tour in Asia. Go <laughs> for it. Candy, go forth. Go come, play on that tour. Come here go. with me. Come here with me. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just putting it out you. there. You say there's no other place to play, and that's not true. He can go play on another tour. But, but he won't do that. See, And that's the hypocrisy in it all. 
And I differ from you because I believe Rory is one of the few that comes out on top in this thing. He said no to the money in the beginning. He stood by a, an association he believed that had their best interests in mind. He's now going to make money that, listen, he's committed to the PGA. They're still a partner in this thing. He's going to make that money. He's done his part. He stood by loyally, and now he's going to get a payday. Me and you look at Rory very differently. Now, Jay Monahan, everything you want to hold him to the wall on, I'm with you there. I just think Rory's a little bit different in this. But how is it? But 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 Jordan, I, I, I struggle to understand how it's different when he's going to accept the same money that all of the players that defected to the Live Golf Tour initially took. I, I don't understand because he's not the one. Because he's not the one that made the decision. He didn't sign those papers. He didn't shake. But he those can hands. still. But he can still take a stance. I mean, listen, your your morals and principles and values don't mean anything unless you're willing to. Stand by it, and it potentially cost you something of significance. Like if it's that big of a deal to you, then don't continue your career on the PGA Tour. It's just that simple. Turning so it th- down once and then taking it a year later don't make you no better than those other guys. In my eyes, that's just how I see it on I my side of the you. moon, and we can disagree on it. But it doesn't make you any better because you're going to take the same money. Because now the PGA Tour and the Live Golf Tour guys are feeding at the same trough. And a one small difference between him and Jay, to me, Jay was a lot more boisterous in his passionate, more aggressive in his language than a guy like Rory was. Let me ask you this question. JC, let me ask you this question. Hit me. Knowing what he knows today, do you think Roy McIlroy takes a different approach to that $500 million last year? In what way? What, do you, do you think he takes it as opposed to not? Yeah, I think. I, well, I, I, hold on. He knows he's going to end up hold back on. in I'll the say PGA this. Tour one day. I think it's yeah, going to be. Hold on. I think it's going to be really interesting to see the approach those guys take because the PGA, Jay Monahan, and leadership owe it to those guys to not make them look foolish. However, that looks to help them save face. That's one of the top priorities from management on that end. When somebody's that loyal to you and has egg all over their face, and as, as, as Chris Canty seeing red, and amongst <laughs> a lot of people that feel that way because it's very justified, there is an obligation. I don't know what that looks like, but Jay Monahan owes guys like Scheffler, guys like Rory, somehow to save them. I don't know what that looks like because – to a degree, we do agree, but I think it's more egregious what's come from leadership as opposed to a guy like Rory. I'll tell you this much. I can't wait to see the next episode of Full Swing on Netflix. Can't wait for it. They said they got can't, the footage. They said they got all it. of it. Yeah, can't this is going to be wild. What footage of that meeting is going to be must-see be TV, the meeting that happened this afternoon ahead of the golf outing in Canada, which is taking place this weekend. This is Canty and Carlin, Courtney Cronin, Jordan Cornette, chatting with Chris Canty, the host of this show. And you know, before we move on to anything else, I just want to think about the bigger picture here, Canny, where Saudi money is coming into bigger and more American sports. Like the NBA now allows investments from them. Other top sports leagues are eventually going to follow. Yes, that means even the NFL in this line. Like the business is too big. The franchises are too value to say, you know, to, for anybody to stand on a moral high ground and shun that wealth. Do you see an NFL team eventually getting involved with Saudi-backed funds to either start a new franchise or change ownership on one currently standing? Mm, well, here's the thing. The NFL ain't never seen a check that they don't like. Now, I don't know if that's going to involve seeding ownership stakes 
to uh, any of these Saudi-backed funds. I'm not saying that the NFL will do it, or you know, will will won't do it on some type of morality grounds. I I don't think they operate like that. The NFL has shown us they like they're about a buck. They're they're about the bottom line over everything else. So I, I don't know that it won't happen because of that reason. I just know that the owners in the NFL hold on to control and power like no other. And, and so I think it'll be interesting to see how that bears itself out. But the reality is, guys, when it comes to a lot of this stuff, we live in a global economy. We, we just do. So many things are interconnected. I, I mean, I understand people having strong feelings um, about some of – you know, the differences in our countries and diplomatic relations and, and the things that the Saudi government has been tied to in terms of terroristic threats to the United States and they're tied to 9-11. But, guys, we saw last year President Biden going over there and shaking hands with the crown prince in Saudi Arabia. Like, we, you know, you know it, it's just it's when it comes to the dollars and cents of it all, that is what's going to rule the day. It's unfortunate in a lot of circumstances, including this one, knowing mm-hmm how there are some really, really raw feelings about what happened in this country in 9-11 and people forced to live with that reality every single day. But the reality is that those feelings don't trump what's going on when it comes to the finances, the, the, the economy around sports and entertainment and other things. So it is what it is. It's one of those realities that we have to understand. We, we can't live in a perfect world. It's, it's not how it's set up. Um, and, and so I think the inevitability of the money that these Saudi-backed funds present when it comes to sports and entertainment is what mo- moved the needle when it comes to a potential merger or collaboration with the PGA Tour, and I'm not going to be surprised if we see it in other sports. All right, so I'll get you out of here on this. So it does feel like this is a win for golf fans. I'll put, keep it at that because we get to watch all of the golfers together, not just four majors a year, not two separate leagues. And it feels like a win for live golf because their ratings sucked. They weren't very good. Nobody was pay, tuning in to watch these golfers. And it felt like that was dwindling. Who was the loser in all of this? Because we're always looking for who ends up on the right side of the deal, who doesn't ends up on the right side of the deal. Can you pick one out in, in all of this right now? Yeah, all of the guys on the PGA Tour that turned down the bag from the Live Tour a year ago. They're the losers. They they literally lost hundreds of millions of dollars. How could you not be the losers? Because they're going to get it back. Yeah, but you can't get it all back. The other guys got a year head start. <laughs> and, and the other and the other guys and the other guys don't look foolish for turning it down in the first place. Hey, I'll tell it to you like this. You heard what Stephen A. said. Today's one man's turn. My time is coming. That's the same way with these golfers here. Just let me let you all know, all these dudes are going to get paid. No matter how everybody feels about it, no matter how dynamic the situation, and that's why Jay Monahan's going to be okay too. You're right, Canty. They're a year ahead, but all those top heads – are all going to be aligned swimming in the cash, and that's why this thing's going to be overlooked at some point. Jordan, I'm with you, but I don't know how I don't know how Rory McIlroy is going to make up half a billy. I, I, they going to give him some money. I don't think it's going to be half a billy. Saudis money. That's how. Yeah, okay. they, they control uh, the top okay. half of the golf world now. That is what they will continue to do as these two forces join. I hope the Wu-Tang Clan gets a lot of royalties for the amount of time that Cream has been mentioned on this show. <laughs> That's why I love And Cream. obviously on many others here on ESPN Radio. As always, Chris, appreciate the, the time. All right, appreciate y'all. Thanks for holding it down.
As always, that is Chris Canty, host of Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. You can hear him throughout this week over on Greeny, 10 to 12 p.m. Eastern Time. Straight ahead, we want you to weigh in on the PGA Golf Live merger. Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Are you in favor for it? Do you have a problem with this? What do you think this means for the future of golf? We're going to take your calls next. Jason in Georgia, Joe in Jacksonville. I see you on the line. Hang tight. After Jordan has this word from Omaha steaks that's right courtney father's day almost here and if you're looking for the perfect gift look no further than omaha steaks omaha steaks perfectly aged always tender and guaranteed delicious the father's day experts at omaha steaks have made it easy to put a smile on a big guy's face this summer with hand selected packages just head over to omahasteaks.com use promo code canty at checkout and get 30 dollars off your qualifying order now for the good stuff you can choose from a variety of mouth-watering packages that include fork tender, bacon wrap filet mignons, or other gourmet grillables like the air-chilled boneless chicken breasts, burgers, jumbo franks, and many more favorites. Don't forget to save room for dessert, though. Most gift packages come with four delicious caramel apple tartlets. Is your mouth watering yet? Yeah, mine is. Go to um, omahasteaks.com. Use code word candy at checkout. Get $30 off an unforgettable gift that is guaranteed to make Dad's Day special. Because if there's one thing we know, it's Dad's Want Steak. It's omahasteaks.com, promo code CANTY at checkout. Minimum order is required. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. The DP World Tour, Live Golf, PGA Tour, all coming together. Some very upset players. I had one player tell me, why would we do this now? The Live Tour is dead in the water. It's not working, and now we're going to throw them a life jacket. It's Courtney Cronin. It's Jordan Cornette. And it's Candy and Carlin, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. As always, presented by Progressive Insurance, the big news drop of Tuesday. Live Golf and the PGA Tour are merging forces. We don't exactly know what that means that all three tours, including the DP World Tour, which is formerly known as the European Tour, are going to unify under one umbrella. But what we do know is this is sending shockwaves across the golf world. Mark Schlebaugh, ESPN senior writer, was on the 12 p.m. Sports Center and had this to say about what the merger means. Up until about 9 o'clock Eastern time this morning, Live Golf on the PGA Tour were Auburn and Alabama. They were the Yankees and the Red Sox, and now they're strange bedfellows. Uh, they came to this merger 
I'm told by sources it, it came together very, very quickly. As you mentioned, there are still a lot of details and questions uh, to be answered. But what, what I, from what I have been told, they're merging their commercial interests. Uh, there's going to be one new for-profit entity overseeing all three organizations. Uh, PIF, the Public Investment Fund of Saudi Arabia, which is funding the Live Golf League, will make a sizable investment into the new entity. It also will become a premier corporate sponsor of the PGA Tour. So that's two rivals teaming up to join forces with the PGA Golf, PGA Tour, and, and Live Golf. And it was a year ago right now where this was the hot topic, Jordan. And we'd see golfers defecting from the PGA Tour on what felt like a daily and weekly basis. Now all of those golfers are going to be under the same entity and we don't know what that means if that's going to be renamed or anything i think it's pretty obvious that live golf will eventually go away it had been losing steam in the last couple of months but the questions to me that linger from all of this has to do with the golfers that didn't defect those who were staying the course with loyalty to the pga tour I can only imagine how that news must have been received today when Jay Monahan, the commissioner of the PGA, ended up sitting down uh, in a room with all of them ahead of the RBC Open in Canada this weekend. Yeah, and Jay Monahan is going to have to be very candid with those guys and giving them answers because it's going to be asked why you made such an extreme pivot, uh, a historic pivot, and put us in this position when we were good soldiers. And I'll tell you what, I got to imagine, purely speculative, trying to follow the breadcrumbs here. And I said this to you, you know, when I first heard it, Courtney, and now I have the opportunity on the airwaves is, this had to come down to, by my estimation, this thing was inevitably headed to litigation. Both sides knew that, both Liv and the PGA. And it had to come down to, there was going to be some findings that could have potentially came out there that would have been unsavory to either PGA, or actually not either, probably both, but to the PGA to the point where they decided that everything we had said, we're going to pivot here. And despite the fact that we're watching the live plummet in terms of zero interest, uh, it didn't seem like everybody was completely on board that was playing on that tour. And after a year, you decided to inexplicably now throw them this lifeline. It would have to come down to something with litigation that they didn't want to deal with. And and going back to it, Jay Monahan owes them, at some point here, honesty, something that he has not shown at all during this circumstance. Triple Eight say ESPN, that is the number to get in on the CC call-in line. We want to hear from you. What do you think about the PGA and Live Golf merger? Jason in Georgia, you're on ESPN Radio. Hi there. Uh, Courtney, I, number one, I wanted to uh, thank you and commend you for I, – I could tell how passionate you were earlier uh, when you were talking to Chris Canty. It came through the radio airwaves loud and clear, and you're to be applauded. That was tremendous, and um, it's the natural reaction. You know, I'm old enough. I'm a Gen X guy. I'm 53 years old. I can remember when it wasn't okay to support Russia or Vladimir Putin or people storming the Capitol – Uh, or racism and misogyny, or the terrorists. We've seen graphics, remember, never forget, et cetera, et cetera. And here we are selling it out for 30 pieces of silver. We've sold out all of our values. Anything goes nowadays, and I'm personally done. I don't plan on watching another stroke of golf. 
Jason, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much for that. Um, the thing that I hate in all of this, Jordan, Jordan Cornette, Courtney Cronin here, and Canty and Carlin, is that a year ago today, Jay Monahan stood on his moral high ground and shamed any player that was going to defect from the PGA Tour to go play for Live Golf and used the families of victims of 9-11, the worst day in our country's history, saying more or less, like, if you do this, then you don't care about those people. And then a full about face with Jay Monahan, the commissioner of the PGA, who, as we heard from Mark Schleybach, who has been all over the story, there were so few people that knew this merger was going to happen, Jay Monahan being one of them, being the one to pull the strings to make this happen, how do you go back to those families and say, like, what What could you possibly say to, yeah. to make any of this better, knowing that you use them for your own gain? You use them to shun all of these other golfers for leaving and going to a rival league. If this was a league that was backed by anything other than the PIF, we wouldn't have had these same sort of reactions. I'm sure that the antitrust lawsuits probably would have ensued because when you do have a monopoly like the PGA Tour, there's going to be players who want to go somewhere else and make as much, if not more money. They have a right to do that. But lost in all of this, which I'm going to keep bringing up because I don't want it to be lost in all of this, are a, a... a group of people who are victims of the worst day of this country's history who were used for gain in the field of sport. And that, to me, is just the most disgusting part here. Not who's making more money, not if Rory McIlroy is going to end up getting his due for staying loyal to the PGA Tour. It's these families that have had to hear about them and their loved ones utilized to the gain, the political gain here for the PGA Tour, only for the PGA Tour to ter- turn around and give them a middle finger and say, nah, actually, like, you you know, you don't serve our purpose anymore. We're going to join forces with the people that we have shunned so publicly. We're going to do it anyways. Yeah, and, and that's the point brought up very early on, and we're, we are – in agreement there. It's just disingenuous. And if you're going to make that point, Jay Monahan, then you better steadfastly, no matter what happens, no matter what kind of deal you can't refuse comes, you better walk away and say, I can't be a part of it then. Mm-hmm. All this money, if this is where it's going, I can't live with myself because I took that route. I was one who injected the 9-11 families into the conversation. So I would, as a human being, be too disingenuous. Now, for the others that didn't go down that path, and for many that said, I'm not going to worry about how the next man or woman makes their money, that's up to them, well, then they don't have to answer to those questions. But a guy like Jay Monahan, who elected to go that route, he is deserving of everything. Uh, that that people are saying negatively about him because that was his choice to do something that despicable. As for the others, I don't look at them the same way as I do him. Yeah, you and Chris Candy had a really, really good uh, discourse on Rory McIlroy being at the very center of that. Of course, there's other golfers in the PGA Tour who did not defect, but Rory left on the table nearly a half billion dollars to stay with the PGA Tour. So... PGA golfers, Rory McIlroy included, how should they feel in all of this? We're going to get into that next, plus more of your calls on the PGA Live Golf merger right here on Canty and Carlin. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Canny and Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. Round out your protection with life, phone, and pet health insurance. Courtney Cronin, 
Jordan Cornett sitting in for the guys on this Tuesday afternoon and taking your calls on the CC call in line. Triple eight, say ESPN, eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Courtney, I know you hear you that. Hear it, you, I hear you hear it? You hear it? I was just, I'm just waiting. I'm letting it ride. <laughs> I'm letting it ride. We're getting our guys from Wu Tang Clan all of the royalties today. Cash rules everything around me. Colon. PGA Tour and Live Golf merge forces. That's what the headline's going to read, I'm sure, on Facts. a bunch of different uh, websites. I don't, I think, I don't think I can get that one past our news desk at ESPN.com. No. But we're all thinking it. We're all thinking it. And Chris Canty, who was on, who's the host of this show, he came on with us earlier when he got done with Greeny duty. You and Canty, I want the people Strip. who didn't didn't have a chance to hear this. I want you guys to hear this now because. Outside of all of the talk about what's next, who's the winner, who's the loser in the Live Golf and PGA Tour merger, comes those who stood by the PGA Tour side for the last year when all of this stuff was going on. Rory McIlroy being one of them. We know that he turned down nearly half a billion dollars to stay with the PGA Tour. And you and you and Canty disagree on this. I'm gonna, I know we're on, uh, coming up on a hard out, so I'm just going to let you guys hear the sound. Here is a, is a chunk from Chris Canty and Jordan Coronet going back and forth on Rory and the PGA golfers. I ain't going to let it slide when it comes to but those guys that are on the PGA Tour that killed those guys that defected to the live tour. Chris, but I'm people not going to let the guys on the PGA Tour off the uh, hook. I'm not letting them off. Nah, bro, I can't do it. I can't but it's going to happen. The exact same but Kenny, it's it's, it's going to happen, it. though. You know it's going to happen. They're no. going to live in luxury more so. Rory's going to get his check. Jay Monahan's going to end up being like, eh, don't mess with the guy. But we're making the money with the live group that we never thought would ever happen. That's just what it's going to be. No, I, I'm with you in terms of this kind of settling down and, and, and you know cooler heads prevailing when it comes to. Uh, being more collaborative and cooperative in building the game of golf. But what I'm simply saying is because I got a microphone and because I got a platform, <laughs> I'm not going to let Rory McIlroy and Scotty Scheffler and all those other dudes off the hook. Scotty Scheffler thought it was cute what he did before the Masters, leaving the note telling the live golf tour guys to meet him on the 18th hole after 8 o'clock. And no, no, no. We, all the happy Gilmore references. No, I'm not going to let them forget that. Because they're going to be now in a position where they're going to be hypocritical, right? What can I they do? said Can't we should. You shouldn't take that. You shouldn't take the money that the Live Golf Tour is offering on the moral or the on the basis of morality. You're saying you shouldn't do it, and now you're going to be forced to make a decision on whether or not you're going to continue your livelihood on the PGA Tour because the PGA Tour itself is taking that same money. Don't. Be, the only way you come out not being hypocritical on your original stance is by saying you're going to boycott the PGA Tour. And you and I damn well know they're not going to do that. But that's but I'm different. not going to let them forget about that. Sorry I'm not going to let them forget about it. Sorry to jump in here, Courtney, really quick. I would say to a degree that's unfair, Canty, because what they did was turn that money down once. For the sake of being loyal to their beliefs, their morality, all those things, fine. But no, no, gonna, no, 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 no. They're not going to give up the sport Jordan, they love because the suits made this kind of decision. Jordan, I love you. Let's not be naive about it. It wasn't about them in, in any – it wasn't about morality for the players. It wasn't about morality for the PGA Tour. What it was about was those players being loyal to the PGA Tour in order to secure their own financial futures and not knowing exactly what was going to happen with that Live Golf Tour. All right, that was a very – 
insightful yet little heated conversation between Jordan and Canty. And there's a lot to get into here. On the other side of this, we're going to take your calls. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We want to hear from you about this topic in particular. Rory McIlroy, the idea of asking him to boycott the PGA Tour is one that both Jordan and I think is kind of ludicrous, but how do we view the PGA Tour golfers, those who stood by the organization side through all of this? That's coming up next right here on Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.